Relax and listen, where Josh likes to speak about some recent gaming news. Alright, I'm going to be doing something a little different today. I'm going to try to go off script just a bit because a lot has happened over the course of June. There's so much conferences and games that have been revealed and I don't think I'll be able to get through all of them, but I'll try to highlight the ones that stuck out the most to me and overall my impressions of said conferences and what I think about some of the games that have been revealed. So if you don't mind me, here we go. And thank you for being patient. First, let's talk about Sony's PlayStation Showcase, which almost happened about a month ago. I know, I'm a little late on this. First off the bat, for whatever reason, they started with a CGI trailer that showed no gameplay and really no information about the game. So in sheer disbelief, I just rolled my eyes that they started off the conference with that. Next, we have Helldivers 2, and I never heard or played the first one. But this looks kind of fun playing the third-person shooter with friends. After that, we did get a good glimpse at Immortals of Avium, this first-person magical shooter where magic is the name of the game. And we found out just today as the time of this recording, as of June 20th, it has been delayed until August 22nd, I want to say off the top of my head. So yes, more delays. Next was Ghost Runner 2. Never played the first one, but it looks great. Just not my cup of tea. A game that looks awesome is Phantom Blade Zero, a very heavy, action-oriented, souls-like concept that takes the combat and cranks it up another level with what you could probably pull off. The stylization looks great for Sword of the Sea, which is by the creator of Journey. I could tell just by the graphics alone. Next, the Talos Principle 2. Never heard of it, so I can't go off much from there. Neva's animation reminded me of B and Puppycat, an Adventure Time who decided to have a baby, but no gameplay. So sad face. Cat Quest, Pirates of the Pure Bean, is kind of cutesy in being cat pirates, but that's all it's got going for it. The next game I was so confused at. At first, I thought it was similar to Fortnite for the animation, but no, it's called Foam Stars, and many who are saying it now, maybe this is Square Enix's Splatoon take. Plucky Squire looks cool, and I love the animation bringing this book to life as like a pop-up. The first thing I thought was Minecraft Gone Berserk, except it's not Minecraft somehow, and it's called Teardown. The biggest one, in my opinion, is the reveal of Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater, a remake of one of the best Metal Gear games. At first, during the initial teaser, I was thinking something about this jungle setting is ringing familiar, especially with all the animals attacking each other one after the other. Then a big snake appears, and I'm like, don't tell me. Then slowly but surely, I got out of my seat 
and was hyped seeing Naked Snake face appear. Then boom, the song hits and the feels start to settle in. In addition to that announcement, the original PS2 Metal Gear Solid trilogy will see a release too come sometime in autumn as the first volume, which hopefully means we get to play Metal Gear Solid 4 in some capacity in the near future. Maybe even Metal Gear Rising. Next was Tower of Aphasia. At this point in the showcase, I overlooked it since I was hyped seeing Snake making his grand return, but it's apparently an open world builder. Next up was Final Fantasy 16, and to get this out of the way, yes, I did try out the demo. And yes, it is really good as the trailer's showcase, so all my expectations and fears are kind of simmered down and I expect very, very good things when I get to finally have a chance to play it in a couple days. And I recommend you guys go out and try to try it yourself. Alan Wake 2 did get some gameplay demonstration and from the other conferences I watched before, it looks pretty cool and is set to be released October 17th of 2023. Next, we got a good look at Ubisoft's new Assassin's Creed gameplay, A Mirage. But I'll just say it right now, since I already watched Ubisoft's conference, it looks like Assassin's Creed, except maybe a few variations here and there, and maybe how you go about attacking, and the teleportation thing that the guy did at the end was kind of neat, but that's all I can really say about it. I don't want to knack it, but it's Ubisoft, so I don't have high expectations, but hey, at least it looks kind of good. Revenant Hill looks interesting from the animation style, and it looks like you can control a cats. So if you enjoyed Stray, like I have, this could be something to look forward to. Grand Blue Fantasy Relic announced it's there for the fans of the series. Obviously, with Street Fighter 6 out, go check out the reviews, and you'll see that people are having the time of their lives with it. Tower of Fantasy is another open-world RPG that looks fine. Dragon's Dogma 2 was announced. So good for the fans that got to see that. I can't believe that a sequel is here for this, but Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2 is on its way with, of course, the jump scares the franchise is known for. Great to see Capcom is now developing VR2 for Resident Evil 4 Remake, which hopefully I'll get to reviewing soon. Some of the games they show next are only for VR2, which I do not have, so it's hard to get invested for something that is very expensive. Bungie then revealed Marathon, their new game they've been working on. That is a shooter and was an IP before, so that's interesting. Then the new expansion pack for Destiny 2 called The Final Shape that showed story bits that I don't even know what's going on. For some reason, they announced Project Q, a DualSense controller screen streaming device that allows us to stream PS5 games. Finally, after 84 years, they showed off Spider-Man 2 gameplay, and, as expected, Insomniac is hitting it out of the park. I love how it seems you can seamlessly switch between Miles and Peter, who have their own perks for combat, and maybe traversal. Will they both be greater? Together? Or will the story take a darker turn, if you know what I mean? We'll all find out together come October 20th. An overall fine showcase that I can easily overlook most of the games they showed, but the things that stood out held me over, so I thought it did what it needed to do. Who's surprised that Redfall is a piece of garbage? Everyone at Arcane Studios, apparently. Jason Schreier, 
reporter on the development of said game and what really happened behind the scenes shouldn't really come as a shock. One video game analyst, Juist von Drunen, calls into question what I, or what many are thinking, lofty aspirations and its actual products, which also calls into question Microsoft's ability to establish long-term franchises of its own strength rather than buying them outright. Xbox has downright struggled to deliver high-quality first-party titles, with the exception of Hi-Fi Rush, but even then, it underperformed. They have all this money, these known studios, and yet, haven't really done anything with them besides save face. So it's disappointed to see them fall out like this, no pun intended, after they were dominant in the 360 era. Anyway, the development of Redfall began back in 2018. Zenimax, the owner of Bethesda Studios, was at the time looking to sell itself, but also they wanted developers to implement microtransactions to beat the initial sales. As it goes with the gaming companies, it wasn't mandated for them to add such features, but of course, money talks. Such as we've seen from 16 times the detail of Fallout 76 or Wolfenstein's Hell Yeah Dude, and we all know how those went. Since Prey unfortunately underperformed, the leadership at Arcane looked to scratch the surface by building a game that could be broadly appealing for gamers. That, in turn, led to the project of Redfall. Arcane was known for single-player immersive sims, so when the game was brought up to be a multiplayer arcane game, it let some developers confused. The two leads of the project, Harvey Smith and Ricardo Bear, were excited to start, leaving everyone else frustrated as it progressed in which direction the game was headed in since they based their ideas around games like Far Cry or Borderlands. With that said, it's noted that the studio was heavily understaffed. Less than 100 people were working on it, and that includes support from outside houses and their own roundhouse studios. No one wanted to work on Redfall. About 70% of veterans who worked on Prey were out since multiplayer wasn't what they were there for. Anyone who tried to apply there only did so for single-player sims, but the company was silent on the project details. Eventually, Microsoft Accords bought Cinemax back in September 21st of 2020 for $7.5 billion. That gave some hope for the employees who worked there that Microsoft would have stepped in and canceled it outright or rebooted it into single player. But of course, Microsoft is a hands-off approach for helping their studios. Leadership assured developers that Arcane Magic was about to be their blessing once more, that everything would come together as their releases normally would. Except, I wonder where we heard that phrase before. Even those who playtested their products back in 2021 were shocked to see how little anything did change. Harvey Smith mentioned he was against the idea of having a microtransaction store, only for those remarks to fall flat since there was a plan in mind to include them until the fallout of gamers started pushing back against games as a service in 2021. So they scrapped those ideas at the last minute because funny how trends don't work all the time when you force things to happen for greed. And now we have a game that is there to be a reminder to stay far away from it.
and know that Xbox is clearly struggling with their first party titles to get a good one out besides Hi-Fi Rush, it's hard watching this travesty unfold. Of course, not E3 season is here, and I did watch most of the conferences that happened. To start, Jeff Keighley hosted his now-growing Summer Game Fest. I think it wouldn't feel like an E3 season without him, so it's good to see him thrive still. Here are my impressions from these announcements. The show kicks off with the Prince of Persia 2D action platformer, and I'm like, uh, guys? It's kind of weird you showed this while the 3D remake is in turmoil for production. To be honest, I wasn't impressed by it. It looked like a mobile game to me. Next was Mortal Kombat 1, and it does look fun to play. Now they added these cameos that'll help fight your opponent. The variety of fatalities and movesets shown did enough to keep me interested, so I may check out the game when it releases soon. I was confused with Ryu. I was confused with Ryu showing up as a robot, and then they showed a collab of Capcom's X Primal T Rex game. Even though the game isn't out, I am confused they showed that instead of the game is by, since it's almost here. Nicolas Cage being on stage was a sight to see, and him shown to be playable and dead by daylight was kind of funny seeing that emotion. Cool to see that game is still going. Now, for some unknown reason. They showed a trailer for the upcoming Season 3 of The Witcher. Them just blatantly just spoiling snippets of the plot for someone such as myself, who has yet to watch it, just gutted my experience of watching this conference, since to a degree, it's a show. From one witch for another witch. Witchfire looks like to be a fun first-person shooter. Another PSVR 2 title showed up, but looks about the same as any other shooter that's shown up on those platforms. Remnant 2 seems to be a fun co-op game, that's about it. Sonic making an appearance I did not have on my bingo card. Regardless, I'm glad I have another one to look forward to since it's bringing back that classic feel with the multiplayer to be played online is pretty awesome. The animations, characters, and environments seem so smooth, so colorful, and engaging to play. Sonic Superstars will for sure speed into my wallet. All I know about Honkai Star Rail is the crazy amount of money that waifu franchise makes, and they didn't show much of anything, so it's meh. Lies of P had me interested, and in fact, I did play the demo after the show ended, and I gotta say, it's Soulsborne DNA in and out. It was fun to play. I've never even seen or heard about this manga Sandland from Akira Toriyama, but I'm not a big fan of anime games that are big in exploration, but don't have enough content to justify all that empty space. It could be fun, but knowing how Bandai Namco functions sometimes, I'll remain skeptical. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando doesn't scream originality or fun. Just looks like days gone again. Just a little crazier. Modern Warfare 2 Season 4 is solid so far, and I do like the new Warzone map, Vondel, but I'll need more time with it to see where it ranks on the map scale. We then get a glimpse at a new Twisted Metal show, and to be honest, I don't know what to think of it. I'm not a fan of the franchise per se, but judging by the clip alone, it could be a fun watch, not gonna lie. I was laughing when Sweet Tooth was blasting the music and being playful to John Doe, I cracked up just on how dumb that was, so I'll look forward to it since I have Peacock for free. Fortnite's new season makes Optimus Prime to human size, and he looks adorable and hilarious. Nice to see the game still thriving off of their cameos still. And finally, 
Final Fantasy VII Rebirth looks great, and the twists and turns for the plot are written on the wall. I am curious to see what direction the story will go, and of course what music my ears will listen to next. Overall, I thought the show was a solid C+, maybe B-. Some standouts, but no wow moments I was expecting. So the big boy Xbox had their press conference. To start, Fable was shown, and apparently all what they showed was captured in-game. If that's the case, wow. But they'll have to prove that next time with actual gameplay. I love the style in South of Midnight, but again, no gameplay. Sad face. So Star Wars Outlaw looks like it'll have plenty of potential to be good, especially coming from Ubisoft. I've seen Ubisoft's presentation too, and it doesn't look bad from the gunplay, the free roam on the bike, to the wanted system penalizing or rewarding the player for making some choices. Even space battles or traveling the galaxy looks fun. As long as Ubisoft keeps away from their usual format and their open world design, it could very well knock it out of the park. 33 Immortals is literally a 33 player co-op action role like game. How would that work has me curious, and what kind of chaos would that entail? Payday 3 is finally here with more robberies and assaults on the way. I thought the second one was okay. I am very happy that I'll get a chance to experience Persona 3 Reload. Sadly, the other versions won't be included in this remake, but it seems they'll add some more stuff like they did with Royal. I honestly didn't know what Avowed was until I saw it was by Obsidian and was shocked that I didn't recognize it. Sea of Thieves gets a Monkey Island event, and the actual creator didn't know about it because, aka, he doesn't own it anymore. <coughs> Disney. Flight Simulator 4 looks sick, and I'm not a big simulation guy. Well, that was Hellblade 2 but I have no idea what's going on and no gameplay to showcase how it plays. Like It Dragon 8 will be on its way soon, better watch out for his nuts. Fallout 76 gets another expansion pack for all those that stuck through it. Capcom is making a new game called Path of the Goddess, so it's cool they're trying something different. Forza Motorsport will drive me crazy of how many there are. Another Persona 5 spin-off called Persona 5 Tactica, which is similar to XCOM's gameplay, will hit our hearts come November. Elder Scrolls Online got a new footage for the upcoming DLC is having. Overwatch 2 can go suck it. Justin looks literally like a climbing simulator and is by the Life is Strange development team. Still Wakes the Deep is... a game? Dungeons of Hinterburg looks like a cool cell shaded game. Cyberpunk 2077 is getting its new expansion pack of Phantom Liberty. Cities Skylines 2 is coming in October. A co-op adventure game called Tower Born is coming soon. When I first thought this, I immediately thought of Bioshock Infinite, but it isn't. But it probably does have some inspiration from it. It's called Clockwork Revolution a time-bending RPG steampunk, and then they decided to show a 1TB black Xbox Series S, which is cool for those who want more storage at a lesser price. And now we gotta talk about the elephant in the room, Starfield. Based off of what they showed and what they discussed, it looks like they're really putting in the work and making the, the experience seem seamless and open, and the variety of things you could do like you can do within Bethesda's games, it seems like they're going beyond that. And the way you can traverse through the galaxies, making your ships, building and crafting weapons, learning more about the planets you explore, getting crafting, crafting systems, finding materials, fighting new 
variety of enemies. It looks like they're going all out on here. What I hope is that what they showed is what they promised. I do remember when they lied to us in Fallout 76, so I'm still hesitant and just giving them the benefit of the doubt that yes, it looks cool. They have some big promises for sure. Now can they execute and will the game be finished when it's launched? Those are the biggest questions for me. Bug issues, glitches, stability are the main factors and believing Bethesda can actually pull this off and Microsoft Xbox can actually have a banger for a first party exclusive for their console. I'm hoping that's the case and from what they've shown it looks good, it looks gorgeous. I'm just skeptical, a little skeptical. I'm kind of hyped so big expectations and yeah we'll see where they go from here. And finally because god forbid I won't be able to get this podcast out. Nintendo had their own direct today. I will be right back to talk about it in a second. I can confidently say Nintendo hit it out of the park. They they won it. They won E3. The non-E3. The, the amount of games they have the announced during it like let me list some of them off. Like Metal Gear Solid, The Master Collection, Volume 1. Of course, it's going to come with all three games, but there's even more. There's the original Metal Gear Solids, the first and second one, and the original NES versions, too, of 1 and Snake's Revenge. And they even have digital graphic novels and soundtrack, a digital soundtrack with the current collections. It's like, oh my goodness, I, I, I don't know if I can even process how I'm going to complete all that in the given time limit. But that, but that's not it, okay? Because we got, like, we got the Splatfest, right? The mint and chip versus vanilla and strawberry. Of course, mint and chip wins it. If you think vanilla and strawberry are better than mint, mint ice cream, get out of here. I'm taking the mint side. If you take some other side besides the green side, you're on the wrong side of history, my friend. Let me present you with some more information, my friend. We're getting, of course, the Mario Kart 8 Wave 5 DLC. And I'm so glad they added PD Piranha back. That was one of the characters I had in mind. I was either thinking that or Boo. But either one of those two, I'm glad they chose PD Because I always remember playing them in Mario Kart Double Dash and just having a hard time seeing where I was going because of, the, of his big-ass head. But I'm so glad I... I'm giving a chance to try them out again. And I love the new course, the new bathroom course. It looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. And I can't wait to play it. For Detective Pikachu, I didn't think they'll bring him back, but I'm glad that Nintendo does have a funny side to them still. And I mean, of course, Persona 5 uh, Tactica, I talked about that already, but yeah, I'm glad they showcased some of the gameplay. And it looks like it's, I think it's still continuing during the the events of Persona 5. They're gonna explain some of the things. It looks good. And then Hot Wheels Turbo Charge 2. I did play the first one like a couple weeks ago. I thought it was really good and I'm glad to see the sequel is already on the way. And this is my first time seeing it so but I'm glad I am giving the opportunity to play the sequel soon because the first one was awesome and you should go play it because it's on the PlayStation Plus Premium Pass or whatever they call it. But now Let's get into the meat of this, okay? We got the Sonic Superstars. I talked about that. I can't wait to play it. But the biggest one is, I don't know if I can like even call them big, like all the Mario games, Super Mario RPG Remake, the long 
the the very first Mario RPG game, and it's coming out. It's a remake, updated graphics, updated visuals, everything, and it looks amazing. I can't. I I didn't think they would do that, but just take my money, Nintendo. A new Peach game in the works, a 2D side scroller or a Peach, I think, and it, I can't believe it. They just show little bits of it. I can already tell it's going to be a great experience, and I'm glad she's getting another chance of her own game because I think she really deserves it, especially after her performance in the movie. She is stellar, and you should go watch it if you haven't heard of my review already. And now, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Holy shit, this is, like, I'm a big Mario fan. If you can't tell, just to get another 2D game on top of the same release date as with Spider-Man 2, they're both coming out on the same day. I'm just gonna, it's gonna going to be a busy, busy fall, winter. But yeah, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. It's gonna do wonders for me. And Mario could transform into an elephant. And it looks like it's more musical and centric this time instead of, you know, the ordinary 2D gimmicks. Looks like they're adding a bit more flair, a bit more, I don't know, flash to it. So it looks like it's going to be very compelling and I can't wait to experience it. And we get a chance to play as Daisy. I didn't think Nintendo would have had much to show. I'm still kind of disappointed they haven't shown Metroid Prime 4 yet, but I guess they're really taking their time with it. Maybe later on in the year, they'll have another direct and Maybe snippets of that, question mark. Kind of unexpectedly expected. It's a very good conference. Plenty of games I'm excited about. I guess my ratings overall. Nintendo first, Microsoft, Xbox second, PlayStation third, Ubisoft fourth, because they did show Avatar. As long as they don't screw it up, it could be a hitter. But knowing movie game licenses, it can be very iffy, so a big red flag. But they also show Star Wars Outlaws, and it does seem like it has the potential to be something something good. Yeah, I just can't wait to get my hands on it. Capcom. Capcom didn't show anything, and just ignore that event completely, and it was a waste of time. The big three, they showed plenty, and I am satisfied, which is going to be great. I think it's great because I'm already playing so much right now and there's a lot to talk about. But other than that, thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed what you heard so far. If you did, you know what to do. I also have a YouTube channel called Just Relax. I also stream on twitch.tv slash relax1 on Wednesdays about 12 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. For my YouTube channel, I have finished recording Persona 5 Royal. So I'll be sure to try to get some uploads consistently right away. And for Twitch, I am doing a Double May Cry playthrough, the collection, until I get to 5. I think that will do it for me today, so until next month. And hopefully, it'll be a lot more condensed and a lot, a lot more organized compared to what you hear today. Because I didn't realize it's going to be all in one episode. Thank you for being patient, and I'll see you guys next time with more gaming news. And yes, I'll be back with doing the reviews of the animes I've been watching and also doing, of course, the poems. So I'll come back with those. But until then, just relax and see you next month.